episode six. Let's go. Let's go. Welcome to Paranormal PD, guys. Welcome back. I'm one of your hosts, Matt. And I'm Dallas. And today, what are we going to be talking about? We got a nice little case here. There's been a couple movies. There's There's been been one movie. Oh, has there? Yes. Okay. Well, it's a pretty good movie, all right? It's pretty sketchy, Buck. It's kind of scary. Yeah. Um, I'm going to call it the official name first, if that's okay with you. That's perfectly fine. It's called the Vallecas case. Okay. More commonly known as... More commonly known as... The True Stories of the Movie Veronica. Yes. Interesting case. Before we get into this, yes. we always want to plug the social medias, right? We're out there on mm-hmm. Instagram. Twitter. We're out there on Twitter. If there's any social medias you guys want to see us on, we're going to drop the... MySpace. Facebook. I, oh, I like MySpace. What about LinkedIn? LinkedIn. I'm going to drop the um, podcast email and the, oh. you know, just in the little information section. Shoot us an email. Shoot us an email. And if you have a, a episode you want to hear, you have a suggestion, shoot us an email. That's something we're going to start doing. Yeah. Um, on top of that, we are pretty much on every single podcast, you know, medium that you can think of. If we're not and you want to listen on that, shoot us an email. Maybe we don't know what it, you know, it yeah, exists. That's true. So feel free to email us. Yeah. Please do. I'll respond. Will you? Yes. To all of them. I probably won't. Okay. I just read them and think about what I want to say, but not actually say anything at all. Nice. Let's start. Let's start. So we got a timeline here. We're going to go through the timeline. Just a little bit about the movie. It's a Spanish movie. It came out in 2017. It's called Veronica. And it's based on true events. Um, Have you seen the movie? I have seen the movie. I actually like the movie a lot. It's pretty good. I had to watch it with subtitles. So did I. So. The movie is about a girl named Estefania Gutierrez Lazaro. Okay. It started in, happened in 1990 in a suburb of Madrid in Cale Luis Marin. Hold on. Before we go any further, I want to give a little pre-context here. A little disclaimer. We don't speak Spanish. No habla español. Not at all. He's British. I mean, that's about as far from Spanish as you get, I want to say. It's actually closer to Spain than here. I know, but in terms of like culture yes. and in terms of, you know. So please forgive us for any pronunciation we do. Yeah, go ahead. So I'll try it again. It was in a suburb of Madrid called Cale, Calle Luis Marin. <laughs> <laughs> do you want it's, me to try and pronounce that? No, it's okay. Okay. It's not that important. Um. It's one of the first cases where paranormal activity has actually been documented on a police report. Okay. So I find that quite interesting. That so is interesting. It it all starts with Estefania, who begins to show interest in the occult. And oh, this no. was after her father died. Okay. So her father died, and she starts showing an interest in the occult, starts researching, doing some spiritual things. Now, we know... That's not good, right? No. That's definitely something you don't want to do. Yes. Okay, good. Go ahead. Um, she has a friend at school whose boyfriend got in a car accident and died. Yeah, I believe he was on a motorcycle. He was on a motorcycle. Yeah. So she talks to her friend. Her friend's, you know, grieving and just wants to talk to him again, basically. Okay. So Estefania, with her new interest in the occult, goes to her friend and says, hey, we might be able to contact your 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 deceased boyfriend. Let, hold on, Amada. Can I play her friend? Yeah, 
How are we going to do that? Do you know about a Ouija board? No, what's that? It allows us to talk to the dead. This is terrible. Yeah, no, we're not going to do this anyway. That sounds like a terrible idea, though. Yeah, so them two and their other friend um, get a Ouija board. Now, in the movie... It, they they show it where they go into the basement of the school and it's on a solar eclipse. That is unsure if that's true or not. I well, think that's to be kind fair, when you look at the actual story, they do say that she they did play the Ouija board during a solar eclipse. Yes, that yeah. that is something that is like a big part of the case. Yeah, so. I don't know about the basement and the school and all that stuff. Yeah, I don't, so I'm not sure either. They they play with the Ouija board. Um, if you don't know what a Ouija board is, it's a board. It's a board that you can kind of use to, you know, allegedly speak to the dead. Yeah, it's got the alphabet on it. It's got some yes, no, and has some numbers. And you, it's got a we're going to do an episode on it later. Oh, well. A big one. A big one. It's going to be a big yeah. episode. You know, be ready Going for into that. detail of it. But just to sum it up quick, it's a board with numbers and letters and yes and no. Spirit talking board, if you will. Yeah, and you have yeah. a what's called a planchet, which is often like a, a glass or something, and then you will hold on to it, and allegedly the the person you're talking to that's deceased moves it over letters and stuff to communicate with you. Yeah. So they're Sounds playing like with idea. it, and during this time when they're playing with it, a teacher, which also they did go to Catholic school, so it's actually a nun as well. You're lying. No. That's bad. So nun slash teacher found them playing with it, came up and ripped the Ouija board in half. Did they get to say goodbye? No. Is that so, not rule number three on the Ouija board? So, rules? I was gonna, so Ouija board, if you know anything about them, there's certain ways you have to dispose of them. Okay. You can't rip it up. I didn't know that. Can rip I, it. can I bring up my point that I was going to make? Yeah. There's three rules. Mm-hmm. Don't play alone. Don't play in a graveyard. Always say goodbye. Yes. So there's certain ways you have to dispose of a Ouija board. Uh, ripping it is not one of them. I guess so, that doesn't surprise me. I'm going to guess burning it is not one of them either. Actually, burning it's more favorable than this. The most, is the, that right? The best way to get rid of it, other than handing it off to someone, is to bury it and put salt on top of it. Oh, okay. So Bury it face I down. I love that because there's like a lot of, there's a lot of stories about salt having this like weird supernatural yeah. property to like repel so evil things. The best way to actually get rid of them is to bury it face down with the numbers and letters pointing towards the ground and put salt on top of it and then cover it with dirt. You know what's weird about that though? What? Is salt doesn't appear to be a thing that repels like just ghosts. No. Salt is something that... Uh, you know, repels evil things. So are we kind of thinking that maybe the Ouija board is like inherently evil? That's what I think it is. Okay. So we'll go back to the story. Sure. Instead of doing a tangent. I know it's just, you know, interesting, interesting little points here. So the girls said when their teacher ripped the board in half, the planchet, which in their case was just a glass, like a drinking glass. Yeah. Began to smoke. And Estefania was the closest one. And she actually inhaled the smoke. I mean, you know, supernatural stuff aside, right? Mm-hmm. That can't be good anyway for no. your health. No. That's got to be bad. I there's got to be some sort of chemicals, right? smoking regardless. I'm sure there's going to be some chemical issues going on there. That's what I'm thinking, but I yeah. just want to point that out. So 
from the moment she inhaled smoke, she began having seizure, seizures, hallucinations, and insomnia. It's actually shown in the movie that as soon as she inhales it, she has a seizure. I don't, I don't know. think that's true to the real no, case. I, I believe it happened a no, couple days later. It was. Yeah. It happened a couple days later. So along with those symptoms, she also described uh, seeing a human figure dressed in a dark cloak with no face. And they would always ask her to come with them. So yes. she would see these in her house, uh, at school, maybe like watching her. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it was mostly in her house that she saw them. Yeah. Um, something reminiscent of the shadow man. Yes. So she tells her parents this, her parents freak out and they take her to the hospital because she's having, you know, insomnia, hallucinations, seizures. She's saying, Hey, there's a dark cloaked man telling me to come with him. So they take her to the hospital. Hospital does a bunch of tests on her. And they say nothing's wrong with her. There's well, no I like the rational thought by the parents, though. They didn't just think, hey, we should, you know. The parents in this, or, well, I shouldn't say parents. Parent, her yeah, mom. her mom, yeah. Is rational until a certain point, And then it starts turning to where maybe the mom is batshit crazy. Maybe. I mean, so, maybe the mom's also just very religious, right? Yeah, it's Spain. They're in Spain. 19. Yeah. 1900, 1900, 1990. Yeah. This is a more recent case. And, yeah. and I think it's very fair to believe that the mom was probably quite religious. Yeah. So she starts having attacks where she attacks people, specifically her sister. So the peak of the attacks happened on July 13th, 1991. Okay. She violently attacked her sister, like scratching her, hitting her. Um, she was, and Estefania was foaming from her mouth at the time. Okay. So little, little interesting. Yeah. It's, it's weird to say the least. The next day on the 14th of July, she had an attack of catalepsy, like a seizure kind of ish thing. So like she wasn't all there. Yeah. Okay. And she gets, she falls into a coma and gets taken to the hospital. Yes. Well, she gets taken to the hospital and falls into a coma. She dies that night. Estefania. Oh, oh, no. That can't be good. No. So the mom saying, hey, my, you know, teenage daughter just died randomly, fall into a coma. Like, what's going on? So she gets an autopsy done of her daughter. Okay. Rational again. Do you have the findings of that autopsy? Yes, I do. Oh, okay. Let's hear it. They could not locate the cause of death. What? So just like a like a natural death or they have no answer. No explanation. Hmm. No explanation of how she dies. They describe it as basically just sudden death. Wow. That's so weird. I didn't know that. I knew she died under like weird circumstances, yes. but no heart attack or anything like that. Cardiac no. arrest or No. None of that. Just they they couldn't find a definite cause of death so it's a little the movie timeline is a little weird i actually the movie ends when she dies Hmm. but they get some of the timeline mixed up where they have the police coming in before she dies and that didn't happen according to the actual like timeline wait so the the police came in after the death yes so there was no police involvement until after the death no there wasn't so, yeah, see, I I mean, 
you're the lead investigator on this, obviously. So Ooh. you handled the timeline. Some and people would say I'm the chief of Paranormal PD. I don't know who would say that. I'm not aware of anyone <laughs> that would say that, but I guess maybe you would. But um, that's that's weird. I didn't Self-appointed know that. Self-appointed chief. Um, so yeah, the the movie ended here. The timeline was a little off. So as soon as she dies, and we're talking like within a week after she died, the paranormal encounters escalated in the house oh. and it went crazy. Who, so, so who's like the victim so of the house paranormal is her encounters. sister, Stephanie's sister and her mother. They're the two people living in the house now. Okay. So they hear what they believed was Estefania screaming from her room and calling for them. And this was a week after she was already, this was in a week within a week of after she died. And this was like a constant thing. Negative. Ghost they would writer. hear calling from her room telling her, Hey, you know, come here, whatever, whatever you, you hear, but they were calling to her mom. They heard laughter of an old man throughout the house, specifically in the bathroom. The bathroom seems to be the key location for this. Okay. Um, but they heard laughter. Well, the daughter was the bedroom of uh, Stephanie's bedroom, but the bathroom was where they heard this old man laughing. Okay. They would have glass randomly break. So windows, uh, vases, vases, whatever you want to say. A vase? A vase. Like something you put a flower in? Yes. Yeah, I'll take uh, this one. It's called a vase. Glass. All of that was randomly breaking. They had objects moving on their own. Doors opening and slamming closed. Um, one night, the mother recalled someone touching her hands and feet while she was sleeping. Yeah, pulling on them, right? Pulling on them, which is quite a common thing we see with yeah. stuff. Well, with with certain cases. With certain cases, with yes. certain cases that involve a certain kind of paranormal yes. subject. Um, her sister recalls waking up several times with her wrists being violently slammed against the wall of her room. Yeah, that's 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 enough for me. Yeah. Honestly. I don't think I'd be around that long. No. I think I'd be dare it keeps I say going. out of there. It keeps going. Um they had a picture of Estefania where it was hanging in the living room and the picture randomly caught fire in the middle of the day no 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 flames around it no matches no like there was not like uh the sun wasn't on it and it amplified it nothing it caught fire and it only burned her face so she can't get a break even after she's gone no is what and i'm getting they, here. they took pictures of this so we actually have the picture of the photo no, that burned don't. her face do we we do. Do you have it on you? I do have it on me. Okay. We'll also publish, uh, publish, we'll post this on our Instagram and Twitter for everyone to see. Yeah, absolutely. It's and you guys can always go to Instagram and Twitter after you listen to the episodes. We post up um, some like show notes, you know, type stuff there. Um, a- any kind of picture involved with the case we usually put up there. So feel free. Oh, he's showing me the picture now. And yeah, no, that's weird because it's, it's. Correct me if I'm wrong, but that's in a frame, and the frame, I mean, looks burnt maybe from the top, but not even from the bottom where it appears the flame started. Yeah, which it's is like really a, weird. it's like a gold frame. It, it's like a 
old school kind of 90s, classic 90s self-portrait picture. I think everyone's grandparents had this frame in their house at some yeah, point. Just yeah, just a gold bar around the edge. Looks like the picture's a white background and literally only her face and body is really burnt out. And the rest Super of Super weird. The rest yeah. of it, there's there appears to be no burn marks, maybe a little burn marks to the top but. Did anyone witness this? Is this it was this witnessed or found after? Found after. Oh, so just well, okay. I don't know if that discredits it a little bit. I don't no, know. No, but it's weird because if you would start that, it's kind of hard to have that. I agree. That. I think but we'll post a picture and you guys think, you know, yeah, you guys see what you say for yourselves, but I actually genuinely think it would be difficult to get that sort of burn. Yeah. From where I'm no happened, fire allegedly. inspector. We're paranormal PD. That's not right. paranormal fire department. You're right. You're right. Uh, and maybe we need to reach out to maybe the we do. paranormal FD. FD. So after this happened, her mom's like, you know what? Let me call the police. Okay. And it took this long. It, it took around this time. So to be fair, I don't know what she thinks that the, the police, police are going to do. So I got to give it to these police. They did a good job. Did they? They, uh, they might be the original founders for Paranormal PD. Oh, that kid. Okay. I'm so interested. Inspector Jose Nigiri arrived in the night. He is a national police officer of Spain. Inspector. He's a detective. So he's like, um, <clears throat> he's like the feds for them. I'm at, I'd yes. imagine. Yes. Okay. So when he arrived, he found the family outside. They were terrified and... Basically, the he says him and his officers will stay with the night and will listen to their story and they'll hang around basically keeping up with them for a few months. Well, I think that's quite impressive. That's good for them. That's a lot of commitment. That's a it lot is. of commitment right there. Yeah, it is. So the inspector wrote in his official police report, which is where it's, you know, first case that's documented in a police report is he yes. wrote this. It's in Spanish, so I can't read it. I found clips of it, but not the whole police report. Okay. What's um, the gist of what they said? Well, I have some of the some of the main points right here. So he said that doors, especially specifically of um, Estefania's wardrobe, would open violently despite being locked, and it would almost hit officers when they were in the room. They would hear loud noises coming from the balcony, like banging and knocking when no one was there. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. worthy of reporting. Yeah, sure. There was a strange brown slime that they found on Estefania's bedside table, and it would keep coming up when they cleaned it. So yes. it wasn't going away. Maybe it was sap. Could have been. Okay. Um, there was a crucifix on the wall. Most Catholic families have crucifixes on the wall. It was on a wooden mount, and it was torn from the wooden mount. There was three scratch marks behind it. It was broken from the mount, and they found the crucifix on the ground. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I didn't know. I didn't, you know, I didn't know that. Well, let's just come straight out and say it, right? I don't think we have to hide it anymore. This is a case of demonic possession. Yeah. I didn't know that they had that kind of power to disrespect the cross like that. Must have been a pretty strong demon. Must have been. So keeps going on the bathroom which we mentioned earlier they said it had a sudden drop in temperature unlike they had ever felt Hmm. freezing temperatures that's a common one that's that's a common one right there so the inspector left 
basically saying, we can't do anything about this. We're leaving. Perfect. That's exactly what I would expect <laughs> them to say. And that is entirely fair. You're on your own. Yeah. So family, family sold the house later on. And the new host never reported anything paranormal. So you know why that is because it was attached to the family. Yep. This isn't a ghost. It's a you demon. Know, this ghost, is a demon. Ghost attached to the houses. We'll talk about that in a minute though. Yeah. So let me finish the timeline. So oh, sorry. Sorry. Later on, like a couple years later, Stephanie's mother, um, they, they took her, she went to hospital and they wanted to do some tests and they found signs of emotional instability, anxiety, and a constant need for attention. Now, I'm on the fence if I want to say this is because of the events or it's the events happen because of this. Yeah, I think that it's hard to say. Yeah, I mean, a constant need for attention. But granted, you you look at it both sides. Her daughter died, right? She now lost a kid. She wants that attention. She has anxiety and emotional instability because she just lost her daughter. Or was this before that? And now she's doing this as well. The constant need for attention to... That's the problem is yeah. the lack of diagnosis prior, right? Yeah. Had there had there been this, you know, revelation mm-hmm. before, it kind of make it more we credible. We can see the change. Yeah. Now it's like, well, I don't know. Maybe after she died, she longed for that attention still. Yeah. So the police report didn't mention anything to actually when Stephanie was alive. It was just the aftermath. Okay. Um was there any injuries to any involved parties throughout, you know, the officers, not just the officers, but the mom, the sister, the the sister had scratch marks from when that violent attack on that night on July 13th uh, where, you know, it slammed her wrists against the wall or no, the bed from, from when or? Estefania died the night after. Okay. Where she it, was foaming it, yeah. at the mouth and she attacked. There was yes. she scratched her. She. Uh, had I'm like talking about after she was gone though, because those can be explained oh, by Estefania no. being crazy. No, that was only the only like violent, violent ones. The mother said when she felt someone touching her hands and feet, there was no like scratch marks or redness or anything. It was just the 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 sensation of being touched. And that happened also. Um, did that happen while the police were involved? No. So this that was part of it. That was part of the reasons why they contacted the police. Yeah. So that kind of, you know, wraps up the timeline from the start to finish of the true events of what happened. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Let's talk about it. Do you, you know, just through some of the research that you've gone through, have you found any idea of, for example, if this were to be a demonic possession? Um any like possible demons that were involved or is that kind of unknown at this point? No, it's unknown. Most demons, they, you know, they're named. There's however many demon lords and yeah, there's a ton of them. I mean, that stuff goes really deep. I try and be careful about, you know, researching stuff like that just (laughs) because it seems like, you know, I'm not saying it's real, but what I am saying is if it is real edge on the side of precaution. Yeah. I'm going to be a little bit more careful on that. Yeah. So. so there's no like specific names of demons or anything, but I know a common factor with the Ouija board, right? Is yes, they used it to, we'll talk about this in the Ouija board episode, but we will, it's a common thing a where you try to contact a specific person. So in their case, they we're trying to contact her friend's deceased boyfriend. Yes. 
entity, whatever you want to call it, demon mm-hmm. man, pretends to be boyfriend to so, get access to our world. Yeah. Um, From our world, they did not say goodbye. Ouija board was broken. The spirit then formed itself in the smoke, and she did a little... Yeah. Inhale that mean, smoke. Possible, right? There's some mm-hmm. there's some interesting stuff involving the Ouija board. Yeah. Like you said, we're doing an episode on that very soon. Yes. Uh, possibly in the works. So I don't want to get too much into that. No. What I will say is, is you got to be careful with this stuff, dude. Yeah. You know, if it is real, if it does happen to be real, it's going to pretend like it's not. Mm-hmm. And you're not going to know until it's too late. Yeah. So... Going back to the house and what happened there, I think the whole her seeing that cloaked figure figure was the, you know, that old man laughing. Is that yeah. possible? You know, who is it? Is that her father that she was trying to like came over there? Was it someone pretending to be her father to get there? Look, I think this is the point that we need to be looking at a little bit more, right? Is when we talked about demons and demonic possession and demons entering into a household. We talk about the different levels. Mm -hmm. We talk about the fact that, um, there's infestation. Yes. Are these things presenting themselves, you know, to get you thinking about them? And then they start, you know, being in the back of your mind, every waking moment that you're in that house. Yeah. And it's building up and it just keeps building up. Do you think then that the demon possessed Veronica, Estefania, oh. as she died, it attached itself to the family or do you think it attached itself to the mother or do you think it was just there? Good question. Um, you know, this is assuming that, <clears throat> sorry, this is assuming there's a demon, of course, right? Yeah. I think it's fair to say that the demon definitely probably could have possessed Estefania if that's real. Yeah. Maybe once she passed on, the energy was still there following the family. But the family never reported it once they moved houses. Oh, so this was never brought up again? This was never brought up again. And when the new family moved into the house, they never reported anything. Maybe the demon lost hold, honestly. Maybe, yeah. Because I think they kind of feed off of the idea of the family being scared and, you know, Estefania being there and and kind of taking like that power from her. And maybe once the family was like, okay, well, we're leaving and we're leaving this, you know, in the past, Mm -hmm. maybe it doesn't have any power to feed off of. It's a good point. Yeah. And I think that's, I mean, and I've seen paranormal activity. Yes. I think that that's like a, you know, a point that is going through the movies is the fact that this demon keeps following the family. Yeah. And it, it leaves for a long time until yeah. they start bringing it back up again, which is once again, just going back to like the Warrens and what they said. Yeah. Once but you, you think once you start bringing these things into your life and once you start thinking about it, they know they've got a little foothold. Yeah. They know they've got a little foothold there. So they start, you know, kind of messing with that. They are, not all knowing allegedly this is all allegedly mm-hmm. right they're not all knowing but they're incredibly intelligent and they know of the past and they yeah. know of what you're thinking 
after you think it. Does that make sense? Yes, it allegedly. does. Allegedly. It's all allegedly. So they know what to do to mess with you. Mm-hmm. They know what to do to get into your head. Well, my, okay, my counterpoint then would be, right, her uh, her mom obviously is going to be thinking about her, her dead kid. Of course. All the time. Sure. Is that not a foothold to get back in to the family? I don't think so because it, it's her dead kid, right? It's her dead daughter. I don't think that the daughter is the demon. Yeah. We're talking about when you're given these things but power, you're thinking about maybe, but maybe daughter. her memories of her daughter were good. Maybe her memories of her daughter weren't the bad years at the end. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe, maybe that, you know, the bad years at the end, she tried to forget. Or the bad, you know, the bad amount of time. It wasn't years, but. Yeah. I, I mean, just you have a, she has a sister as well who now remembers her sister attacking her, foaming at the mouth. Sure. Pretty, pretty scarring, if you ask me. They were also religious, though. That's yeah. the other thing to remember. I always want to preface this with saying none of this is fact. This is all completely opinion and not even necessarily my opinion. Whoa, 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 I'm whoa, more whoa, or less whoa, playing. Whoa, whoa, hold on, hold on. The police report was fact. I'm not saying that. That was that was the stuff I talked about the police report, like the crucifix being ripped off the wall. And That's the not. No, no, no. Okay. That back was up, in up. the police report. That's not what I'm saying. Okay. I'm saying when I'm talking about the things that demons do. Okay, yeah, yeah. That's not fact, and that's not even necessarily opinion. That's me playing devil, you know, devil's advocate. If they were to be real, right? I like that pun. Yeah, devil's advocate. And I didn't even mean to do it, but as I was thinking, I was like, "Hey, this is you know, pretty funny funny." But no, when at least when you're talking about demonic possession, Mm -hmm. right? Not everyone is susceptible to it. Not everyone is susceptible to it. It seems to, to be it. a certain kind of people that you know. It is similar to alien abductions like we talked about. Yeah. AKA, if you haven't heard that episode, go listen to episode four. But not everyone's susceptible to it. Maybe Estefania was the weak link. Religious. People that are religious get possessed. People that believe in aliens get abducted. People that yes. believe in Bigfoot see Bigfoot. True. I have yet to see Bigfoot. Maybe you don't believe hard enough. I believe. Well, you say that, but that I guess I guess that's kind of my defense of her mom and her sister is is the fact that maybe they're just not susceptible to it. Or they went to church, did some little praying, blessed themselves, had a priest bless them, and they were like, "Oh, we're good now," and then that stopped them from believing in it. You think so? Is that it, what happened? It could have been. I'm I'm just saying, like you know, people who have priests come over and bless their houses if if they're having all this paranormal stuff with a demon and they say hey in my mind i just need to go to a priest they bless me do some you know whatever it is and i'm i'm okay and they do that and i believe i'm good i've seen that i've had that happen in my family really it's gonna get brought up in the uh, ouija board episode but yeah we had a priest come and bless one of our family Family members? members houses or okay the house i'm gonna say this look the person told me this story um they were there. They claimed that they saw things. Uh, not somebody that I know to lie about things. So I don't know. It's maybe they, uh, Stephania and her mom should have had someone come bless their house. Maybe she'd still be alive. I don't know about that, but maybe the mom. It's not like it was that long ago. 91. That wasn't that long ago. No, it's 31 years. Okay. Question for yeah. you. Um, I don't know if you know this answer anyway. How old was she when this all happened? Estefania. She was 15. She was 15? 
15 and then she died at 16. Okay, so it all started at 15. At 15. Okay, got it, got it. Yes. So, as with paranormal PD tradition. Oh, God. This, first of all, this can't be good. No, actually, we'll, we'll go with the second thing. Fun fact, they're making a, a prequel to the movie about the teacher and the nun that was the one that ripped the board up and it's set after Spanish Civil War and World War II times. I just thought that's interesting because I think they're milking it now. That's I what I was I about don't to think say. I any... don't like to hear that there's a prequel. <laughs> I don't like to hear that there's a sequel. I don't think I don't like any... to hear that there's a movie. I don't think there's any paranormal stuff going on with the teacher. I just think they're doing it because allegedly she had some paranormal abilities, but I think that's all bullshit. Oh my Gosh. So they are. I loved it up until that point. Yes. It's coming out next year. Okay. FYI. I'm still going to watch it, but it I is, don't want to. It's called uh, Sister Death. Not going to watch it. Okay. Now. Just kidding, I will. Back to the important things. In paranormal PD fashion, we have to make sure you're covered. There's insurance. No, there's not. There's insurance. Stop, for dude. Why do you, how do you find this? <laughs> you're lying right now. So. You can go to Spook Safe Insurance based out of the UK and they provide insurance for up to a million dollars in coverage that protects death caused by paranormal, injury caused by paranormal, <laughs> damage, <laughs> hold on, damage to personal property caused by the paranormal, and just a caveat on top, attacks by vampires or werewolves. May I make one statement? You may. I hate it here. Hold on. They have paid out a $100,000 claim. To who? To someone, a woman who was thrown off the banister of her home, resulting in her death. And uh, they this found was in that to be paranormal? In 2002, they paid out for it. The average policy is 500 uh, pounds a year. And yeah, they've paid out. They paid out a million dollars as well. A million pounds to a lady in Suffolk, which is in England. So maybe she should have looked at being insured by Spooksafe and... Hold on. This isn't a commercial. We're not sponsored. I shouldn't even unless let you they be it, saying this. Unless they want to the insure us. They're, if, you're not, if you're not satisfied with them, there's also Lloyd's of London, which is a similar thing. They have over 40,000 people carrying insurances to protect them against paranormal stuff. Okay. Two things. First yes. of all, I want to hear Geico's quote first. Geico doesn't insure for this. That's ridiculous. Second of all, how do we get our hands on this? Because I'm thinking we're going to need it if we're going to keep talking about this kind of stuff. We might. It's not just general liability insurance. This is this is straight no, paranormal yeah. insurance. So what is you know the kind of proof that we need to provide to get a deductible? You know. Ooh, it doesn't say. It just says there is. A, I don't know. If I like trip and fall down the stairs, can I say a demon pushed me? I think so. I, I think, think so. Stephania's parents. And sister would be living rather lavishly if they would have had this policy. Oh, dude. $2 million payout. Minimum. Yeah, minimum. 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 I, I want to say that that's on the low end. I don't know. Yeah. So, in other true paranormal PD fashion. I should have known you are going to brought up the insurance, by the way. I should have known. Of course. There's one more thing we have to bring out. Could this possibly be a skinwalker? Stop, dude. <laughs> no. Are you serious? That's not a thing, right? Did you find things on that? No. I just want to bring it up because they can shapeshift. What if it was the man with the dark cloak is a skinwalker? Okay. 
I'm going to be honest with you. I hate skinwalkers. I really do. You know why? And I've mentioned this before. Because they can say anything can be a skinwalker. Every single thing can be a skinwalker. It's too easy to just say. That's why I have to bring it up. But actually, now what if though? Now I'm kind of, you know, the more I deep dive on this idea, what if skinwalkers really are doing all this paranormal shit and we just don't know? Yeah. It's all a skinwalker. Okay. Well, all right. Let's, let's close this case out. Okay. I don't want to talk about skinwalkers anymore. I don't, I'm not in for that. I'm here for demons. Yes. (laughs) Um, your opinion, honestly, the whole thing, knowing everything, you know, you're the, you're the lead investigator here. What, What are you thinking? I, I think parts of it are I think you know what the what's documented in the inspector's report I I I believe it it's stuff where he doesn't he's not trying to make excuses for it he's not trying to make you know anything he's saying hey this is what happened uh we were in the room doors were opening trying to hit us there I saw the cross get torn from the wall there was scratch marks on the wall right there's the photo that they took a picture of that burned sure I think there's and I don't I I don't think the family was playing into it. I don't think they were doing that because if you're a religious family, why are you going to rip a cross off the wall, break it from its mount and throw it on the floor? I agree. Religious people are going to disrespect the cross like that. Was this a well-off family that you're aware of? Just kind of a middle class, middle class, not struggling. Like maybe there could be money to be made, right? Maybe, I guess who, um, well, you probably don't know this, but I'm just curious who, you know, commissioned the film. I don't know, but the film did not make too much money. Yeah. I don't think it was even viewed until it got to like Netflix. When I was looking at it, it, it's grossed about maybe 160, not 116 million. Sorry. 16 million. Yeah. But I I mean, obviously for a movie, that's not, no, that's not super high. I don't know how big the budget is and how much they paid everyone. But I mean, so what you're saying is you don't think there's a lot of uh, reason to believe that it's the family doing this no i think i think there's parts that are true and there's parts that are not true and i think the stuff that the inspector said i i think i take it as fact i take it as that that happened i mm. i i personally i you know i know people very religious families and yeah. if they saw the cross on the ground or they would if they ripped it from the mount that is sacrilegious and they're gonna lose their shit and they're I, not gonna do that i can say this from my perspective if a law enforcement professional came out and made statements and claims and, you know, wrote in their reports that certain things happened. I can believe that he's a respected, he was a respected detective slash inspector in the national police for Spain. And that's not a a low level job. That's something that takes time and, you know, dedication to work up to. So yeah. And he doesn't have a history of like lying or going to like being open to the paranormal. Like this is just him. The big case that he's just a part of. Right. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, I, and that's just me. I I think I can take that as that happened, and there's I don't have an explanation for it. I, as which of, is interesting because we yeah. all know that you aren't really someone that believes too much in a lot of these demon things, yeah. demon stories. We did say you would be open minded to it. Yeah, I am, and I, but I think when it comes to the stuff that happened to Estefania, and it, it's all you know, the stuff that happened at school is her friend saying that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, for me, it sounds a little weird when she's inhaling smoke that came out of a, a glass planchet. Okay, that's well, a little much. 
when you're talking about inhaling smoke coming out of glass. Fair enough. Yeah. I'm going to leave it there. I'm just going to say this, though. For me, I, I don't think it's incredibly difficult to believe that it's possible. Yeah. Whether or not it happened is a different story. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I'm still on the fence with this one. I don't think this one convinces yeah. me. I like Ooh. it. I love it. I don't think that this convinces me yeah. of demonic possession yet. Interesting. I know. And I am. You already know. I'm. You believe it. I do. I, I come from a religious background. You know yeah. this. Um, that kind of stuff to me is mm-hmm. more taboo. I'm Christian, so we don't really talk too much about demons. But it's interesting. And I love I love talking yeah. about it as long as you know, well, they don't follow me home. With our email now, you can send us your opinions. Yes, And you please. can DM us on Instagram and Twitter. Yep. Yes, you if can. You guys Feel free. Real or not? DMs are maybe, open. Emails open. Maybe we'll start doing some polls to see what you guys think of after the podcast. You guys can head over to uh, Twitter, or Instagram, and maybe do a little vote, and we can see where it's going. Yeah, Get some interaction and you know going. And Spotify also has a poll section, so if you guys want to see that, we can do that. I just I didn't know if that's something that people want to see, so you guys um, feel free to let us know. Yeah. As always, we appreciate you guys tuning in, and uh, yeah, you know, if you like it, definitely say. leave us a rating. Yeah. And a review helps us out immensely. Massively helps. Thank you guys so much for listening. Bye-bye.